Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I ended up collecting about 16,000 regrets from people in 105 countries around the world. There are the same four regrets that keep coming up over and over and over again. Foundation regrets, if only I'd done the work. Um, boldness regrets, if only I'd taken the chance. Moral regrets, if only I'd done the right thing. And connection regrets, if only I'd reached out. And when we look at these regrets, so that's interesting in itself, but what I realized is that these four core regrets operate as a kind of photographic negative of the good life. Because if we understand what people regret the most, we actually can understand what they value the most. A life of stability, a life where you have a chance to take a few risks, a life where you're doing the right thing, and a life where you have people who love you and whom you love. All right, what is up, my friend? You are listening to another episode of Real English Radio. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. And the man you just heard is Daniel H. Pink. Daniel is the author of five New York Times bestsellers, including his latest, The Power of Regret, How Looking Backward Moves Us Forward. And in the clip you just heard, I believe Daniel was talking about the research he did while writing his latest book about regrets. And now we're going to listen to it again while I explain a few key words and phrases to make sure you understand everything that's being said and that you can sound more natural in your next conversation. But before we do that, I'd like to let you know that you can get access to the transcript and vocabulary guide for this episode by clicking the link in the description and subscribing on Patreon. And Patreon is a membership platform that allows people to support their favorite content creators with the monthly subscription in exchange for access to exclusive benefits. And in this case, you'll be getting early access to new content, a vocabulary guide with every episode, and bonus podcast episodes. And your monthly subscription will enable me to keep bringing you these episodes every single week. So if you want to support my work, consider subscribing on Patreon. It only takes a few minutes. But now, my friend, let's listen to that clip one more time. I ended up collecting about 16,000 regrets from people in 105 countries around the world. There are the same four regrets that keep coming up over and over and over again. All right, let me explain a couple of things from that first part of the clip. The first one is ended up. This phrasal verb is commonly used to talk about the result of a series of actions. For example, she studied hard 
and ended up getting a scholarship to a prestigious university. So as a result of studying hard, she got a scholarship to a prestigious university. Or if we even just look at the context of the actual clip that we're listening to, he's talking about the process of preparing for his book, doing the research and interviewing, let's call it 16,000 people. And at the end of that long process of writing his book, he ended up with 16,000 regrets from people in 105 countries. So as a result of doing all this work and research, he ended up with all of this data. The result of all that research was the collection of that data. I hope that makes sense. And then he says, around the world, there are the same four regrets. And so around the world or around the globe, you'll also hear, both of those are just another way of saying globally. So globally, there are the same four regrets that keep coming up over and over again. And if something comes up, it basically means that it happens or appears unexpectedly or out of nowhere. So an example might be the topic of climate change kept coming up during the conference, which means people kept mentioning it. Hopefully that makes sense. Another example is she didn't expect her past mistakes to keep coming up in job interviews. She wasn't expecting people to keep mentioning this in job interview after job interview. Or in this case, in the context of the video clip, he's saying the same four regrets kept appearing. So we interviewed like 16,000 people and the same four regrets kept coming up or appearing or being mentioned by all these different people over and over and over again. And over and over again is just an expression that means repeatedly or many times, right? He practiced the piano over and over again until he perfected the piece. Or you might hear somebody say, she read the same book over and over again because she loved it so much. It just means repeatedly, many, many times, okay? All right, let me go back a couple of seconds and we'll continue. Regrets from people in 105 countries. Around the world, there are the same four regrets that keep coming up over and over and over again. Foundation regrets, if only I'd done the work. Um, boldness regrets, if only I'd taken the chance. Moral regrets, if only I'd done the right thing. And connection regrets, if only I'd reached out. And when we... All right, so there's a couple of things I want to explain there. The first one is that phrase, if only I'd, which is a contraction of if only I had. So let me look at my explanation here really quick. When you hear this phrase, if only I had, it's being used to express a wish that something had happened differently, right? And we typically use it when we regret not having done something or regret the fact that something didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. For example, if only I'd studied harder, I might have passed the exam. So if I could just go back and just study harder, then I would have passed that exam. Or, she, or you might hear somebody say, she often thought, if only I'd listened to my parents, I wouldn't be in this situation. If I had just listened to them, I wouldn't be in this situation, right? So we're talking theoretically, if we could go back and change things, then things wouldn't be the way they are today. So if you go back to the context of the video, he's saying foundation regrets, if only I had done more work. So a lot of people get to the end of their lives and they think, man, I wasted a lot of time on fucking nonsense and I didn't build a strong foundation, which most likely led these people to suffer later in life because they hadn't built a foundation for themselves. They had not done the work. And so they think, man, if only I had done the work, 
I would have a stronger foundation now, right? Or boldness regrets. If only I had taken the chance. So a lot of people regret not taking risks or not taking chance chances. And they look back on life and say, man, if only, if only I had taken the chance, I'd be in a better place. Or moral regrets. If only I had done the right thing, I wouldn't be walking around with this regret. And finally, connection regrets. If only I had reached out. And to reach out, Basically just means to contact somebody. So if I reach out to you, I'm establishing contact. That could be via the mail or a text message or a phone call, an email, anything like that. You're just establishing contact with somebody. So a lot of people get to the end of their lives and think, man, if only I had been the bigger person, if only I had, you know, put my ego in check and just reached out to that person, we might have had a better and healthier relationship throughout our lives, but we didn't. And now I regret that. You know, that's the idea. Hopefully that's clear. All right, so let's continue. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Regrets. If only I'd done the right thing. And connection regrets. If only I'd reached out. And when we look at these regrets, so that's interesting in itself. But what I realized is that these four core regrets operate as a kind of photographic negative of the good life. Because if we understand what people regret the most, we actually can understand what they value the most. All right, so the first thing I wanted to explain from that part of the clip, in the beginning he said, so when we look at these regrets, that's interesting in itself. And in itself is just another way of saying like, that one particular thing itself is interesting even though we're talking about something in a bigger context or we're talking about something that seems to be separate or unrelated. So the regrets themselves are interesting, but what he also noticed was blah, blah, blah. You know, so he's talking about something different, which is what he noticed. But before he mentioned that, he said, well, I mean, just the regrets themselves, that piece of information in and of itself is interesting, but so is this other thing that he went on to mention. I really hope that makes sense. And then he says, we can use these regrets as a photographic negative of the good life or something like that, he said. And a photographic negative is basically like, you know, when we used to use film cameras instead of digital cameras. Some of you listening to this might not have ever even seen or held a film camera, <laughs> you know, but way back in the day, we used film cameras. They weren't digital. So you had to put the roll of film in the camera, wind the shit up and click and ch -ch. You know what I mean? So once you finish the roll, you take all 36 pictures or however many there were on the roll, you have to remove the film. And I don't know enough about how the process actually works to use all the correct terminology, but 
Okay, I had to Google this because um, I wasn't sure how to explain what an actual photographic negative is. And according to Google, in photography, a negative is an image usually on a strip or sheet of transparent plastic film in which the lightest areas of the photographed subject appear darkest and the darkest areas appear lightest. So it's kind of hard to explain with words. I need to uh, improve my vocabulary, man. But if you Google or search photographic negative, you'll see what what I'm talking about. But in this context, when he says these regrets serve as a photographic negative, he's basically saying these regrets serve as something that provides a reverse or opposite image of this negative situation people find themselves in. So in simpler terms, I guess I should say by using these four regrets that keep coming up over and over again, the same four, we can use those as a recipe for the good life. We can use those and say, okay, these four things, people get to the end of their lives and they regret them. So let's do the opposite of those four things, right? I believe that's the idea. Let me go back and make sure there's nothing. Oh, we still have a little bit of the clip left. So I'll play that and then we'll continue. Because if we understand what people regret the most, we actually can understand what they value the most. A life of stability, a life where you have a chance to take a few risks, a life where you're doing the right thing, and a life where you have people who love you and whom you love. All right, my friend. So let me just give you the main takeaways or the main ideas from that clip before we get out of here. So the first one is that Daniel collected 16,000 regrets from people in 105 different countries demonstrating the universal nature of regret. It's not always a question of where you're from, how old you are, what your cultural background is. This seems to be universal because in over 100 countries, they interviewed 16,000 people and the same four regrets kept coming up over and over again, right? And the four main types of regrets that consistently appeared were foundation regrets. If only I had done more work. If only I had not wasted so much time. Boldness regrets. If only I had taken more risks. If only I had taken that chance that I knew I should have taken, but I chose not to, right? Moral regrets. If only I had done the right thing. And connection regrets. If only I had reached out. If only I had established contact with that person instead of allowing my ego to govern my decisions. And these four core regrets can serve as a photographic negative of a good life, meaning they reveal what people value most. And people generally value a life of stability, a life with a little bit of risk, going after what you want, even if it seems uncertain, right? Doing the right thing and having meaningful connections with other people. So if you're confused about how you should live your life, or you're afraid that you might end up full of regrets when you're lying on your deathbed, Consider focusing on the four core areas of life that were mentioned in this video. Spend your time working on meaningful and valuable things to build a solid life foundation and a better future for yourself and your family. Take risks while you still can, because the older you get, the more responsibilities you'll have and the less sympathy you'll get from people when you make mistakes. And trust me when I tell you that the feeling of knowing you should have taken a chance, but you didn't because you were too scared, is not a feeling you would enjoy. You should also do what you believe is right, even if you'll face criticism and adversity, because your integrity is more important than you think. And as for connecting with others, well, that one's a bit more complicated. 
but I encourage you to keep an open mind, and if you can, an open heart, and only burn bridges when absolutely necessary. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Real English Radio. I want to thank you for your time and attention, my friend. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.